presents the covers face off. Who did it first? Who did it best? Which version is superior? The covers face off. Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Covers Face Off on the Scratch a Track podcast presented by the Dude and Grim Show. I am the Dude. And I'm Grim. And today we're going to get walking and we're going to talk about these boots are made for walking. Oh, um, now, most notably by Nancy Sinatra, but we chose a couple of more obscure shall we say cover versions so we're not doing the jessica simpson one we're not doing the billy ray cyrus one or the megadeth one dude i didn't know if you were familiar with the megadeth (laughs) holding out for that not doing sorry dave mustaine and company we are going to talk about the obscure ones um of operation ivy which is a one of the, I'd say one of the best ska punk bands there was from the uh, 80s. And then a more recently Parquet Courts, kind of a alternative band from New York. New York. Hey, I'm in New York. I got a gun. Let's go to a Broadway show. Yo, Taxi. Right. So originally yeah. the song was written by a guy called Lee Hazelwood, Hazelwood. an American country and pop singer. Um, but I guess this was one of the, aside from just, I don't know if he gave her the song or if she just covered it or what, but aside from this, um, I guess it, he did an album with Nancy Sinatra at some point too. And I think that that was one yeah. of the bigger things that he did. Yeah. I think he was going, he was going to actually record the song himself. And I think he played it for her and she just said, the song it would just be too abusive coming from a man, and uh, if you look at it from that perspective, Makes I sense. really i I love it coming from a woman's perspective. Oh I, yeah, I really do. Oh those, yeah, those words, you know, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I didn't I didn't read that part, but that's uh, that's pretty interesting, and I, I agree with you. Um, kind of like a very recent version of songs of the same name. Um, where I think it was that where we talked about one song and they and it, they said that the song should be a woman should sing this song. God, yeah, that does sound familiar. We've done so many episodes. I know so many. <laughs> For some reason, I feel yeah. like that was the Patsy Cline, but maybe I'm. Yeah, that yeah, was. Maybe that, uh, that was. Yeah, I think crazy. You're right. I think crazy, crazy. So, anyways, so, which came out a few weeks ago. So give that a listen. Yeah. Um, make but, it to five. So yeah, this yeah yeah right. So this one was released in '65. It reached up to sixty. Oh well, it charted at '66, and then it does it did reach up to number one in the U.S. So it was a uh, it was definitely a hit. And I've you know it's one of those songs. That it's it's funny because it's been in I've seen it in movies. It's in commercials. Like it's one of those songs that is just it's always kind of out there. Yeah, like I think even now even. Even now, I was watching TV, and I think it's in a commercial. But where I actually first heard it and remembered it was in the movie Full Metal Jacket. Um, oh, and it's, uh, interesting! It's, it's it's used in the scene right after uh, Gomer Pyle. Um, spoiler alert! 
um, blows his brains out all over the uh, barracks bathroom uh, after he kills the drill sergeant. And it transitions. It just the movie cuts and it goes right into uh, Joker and uh, his other uh, another buddy uh, who's the photographer correspondent um, in the streets of Vietnam. And it's just it's a very sharp transition in the movie. But that's the song that's kind of playing is that that part. Fades well, that's up. why uh, you seem to think it sounds eerie then, isn't it? No, that I don't even think that's an eerie movie. I know I'm twisted, but it's the, it, I don't know. There's something about it, man, where it's uh, it's it's got the just the feeling of that guitar kind of is, is always a little a, a uneasy, little uns, unsettling. Yeah, yeah, uneasy. It is. There's something about it. I, I can't put my finger on it, but it is. Well, I, I hear you. And, and I think that um, can you hear me? I think that's what I've always liked about it. And there's nothing. I mean, it was just so when it was recorded, it was done by the famous L.A. session musicians affectionately referred to as the Wrecking Crew. If you haven't watched the documentary on the Wrecking Crew, please do, because they specifically cite recording this song because of that descending bass in the beginning, which was done on a stand-up uh, upright bass. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that to yeah. me, that makes the whole song. And the, the, guy, the guy who did it, um, let's see, so we can properly credit. Um, can't Need find it. Credit. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. That guy. <laughs> yeah. So when when he you know did who it, you are. <laughs> he he had the baseline. He said for the rest of of the song, <laughs> but he did that descending part because he just didn't know what else to play, and it just and and when everyone heard it, they were like that. That is like that's the chef's kiss. You know, is is that little baseline? That's it. That's it. Yeah, to me, that's what stands out the the most. Makes the song, but also her voice in the way she sings it. Yeah. I, know, I have to. I I have not listened to a lot of other uh, uh, of Nancy Sinatra's work. I'll fully admit that. But the way she sings this and her voice in this song, it's just it's so distinct uh, with her voice and that bass line. And it's it's uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So Chuck um, Berghofer on double bass. Chuck, hell of a job, buddy. Hell of a job, dude. I. I, honestly, it's it's for him. It was probably just a moment of uh, whatever. But I mean, one of the most iconic bass parts in this song, and yet so simple. You know, so simple, so simple. but I love it. Why so serious? All right, f- moving on to one of the covers. Which cover would you like to uh, start with first, Mister Graham? Well, I guess I would talk about the Operation Ivy cover. Now, Operation Ivy was a punk band from California. Um, which I found out about. Got to give the shout out here to Mr. Paul Bourdain. Uh, so he Ooh. introduced me to these back in the skateboarding days of high school. I think it's probably doing a big kick, doing some fucking kick flip, kick flips and shit, <sighs> dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With your totally cargo pants, fifty fifty. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I always, I always Rags liked it. And really, they only have one uh, album, I guess, if you'd call it that, you can find anymore. And it's just got this cartoonish kind of picture of this dude on the front. It's yeah. called Energy. Yeah. I, and yeah. I actually, one day I want to do that for Scratch a Track because I have loved that album. I continue to listen to it. I think it's a really good um, album. And it, but it's got something insane, like 28 songs on it because they're all like two I minutes. I was looking, yeah. They're all like <laughs> two minutes long, yeah. But well, one of them is one, called, oh, go, go on. 
one of the yeah i was gonna say yeah one of them's called one of these days and that's so it's interesting yeah when i was flipping through the songs i was like dude like there's no these boots are made for walking and then and then i i figured it out and i was like oh okay that makes sense then yeah so Uh, they so that's that's kind of cool yeah they titled it differently but i mean you know they certainly made it their own i guess in in that that ska punk kind of style oh yeah and it definitely has that feel it's also only a minute and seven seconds so short but sweet more of a teaser almost yeah (laughs) someone called it a teaser a teaser it's definitely a teaser but Uh, because it's not even yeah well it's not even necessarily a a full uh, cover they don't you know kind of singing they they take some of the lyrics and some of the song and kind of do do it as their own but it's not like they don't do all the verses yeah no, 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 no. But I, no, I guess no, no. I wanted to do this one, and, and the one we'll talk about by uh, Parquet Courts, just, uh, you know, maybe to kind of expose the vast listening audience to something that they don't, haven't heard. And uh, maybe the song is so short, you just let the rest of the Energy album play and just be just like, carry, man, carry this you, is, yeah, this is one of the best punk the rest records of the album. I've ever heard. Uh, you know, and which is much like ectomorph in previous episodes. I mean, the idea here is to kind of expand uh, the audience. So, Your horizons. My yes. shout out to Operation Ivy because I, Dude. I do like this version. It's it's different. Dude, my mind is expanded, and I didn't have to take any acid. So yeah, I feel amazing. Yeah, yep. didn't have to. Didn't have to. You know, you only have to do it for one minute instead of like eight hours, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't, I'm dude at this age, I don't have that kind of time. Now, speaking of this, I I was on YouTube and uh, I was watching an interview with David Byrne from Talking Heads, and it was after they came out with their um, their concert movie, Stop Making Sense. Okay, and dude, he had this thing at the time where he would wear like a comically oversized huge suit so that his head looks small. And for some reason, whenever they're asking Dude, him about juice. his yeah, whenever they're asking him about his music, his response like four times in the interview is like it's like sixty minutes on acid. <laughs> Dude, oh man, sixty minutes on acid. Oh, <laughs> uh, that took me a second because I was thinking about like the TV show, but it's like okay, sixty minutes on acid. No, no, the, he's talking about oh. the TV show. Because he oh, okay. said he was oh. going to write an album about current events in his own way. And they're like, well, what's that going to sound like? And that's oh, okay. 60 minutes on acid. Because I was the other way I was thinking it could be like an acid trip condensed down to 60 minutes. Didn't you didn't you tell a story or didn't you read something in that Rolling Stones book that you had that Mick Jagger did? Oh, DMT. Did some, it was a DMT. It was, OK, yeah. yeah, it was like 15 minute acid trip or it's an acid trip in like 15 minutes. Like, whoa. be tra- I mean. Because sometimes, dude, you're looking, you're like, God, I don't really have, like, the better part of a day here. Yeah, let's just, like, you know, a little quick escape and But, dude, come back. 15 minutes, yeah, man. Like, <clears throat> bring out the munchkins. <laughs> Kids, don't do drugs. Let them do you. All right, so <laughs> did we talk about Parquet Court's version a little bit? No. So I, I had never heard their version. To be honest, I hadn't heard their version or Operation Ivy's version um the parquet courts version is uh, very similar i felt to the original yeah um yep. and he sings it the way Real he sings it, and, and I, 
it's it's just so like lazy it's, yeah it's just kind of like blah, 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 you know um but they're you know it's cool their version it's it, you know it's got horns in it and everything and yeah he he sings it very very strange um you know but then the song really kind of i think it's two-thirds in or towards the end like it really builds like kind of with the brass and has all this distortion mm-hmm. and feedback like it gets it gets a little wild right well yeah and they're kind of they like feedback and uh we're gonna spoiler spoiler alert we are gonna be doing their most recent release um wide awake coming up so just to whet your appetites for that but i don't think they do it as much in that album but in their stuff around this time that they released they kind of like the feedback and the noise and stuff so i was really not surprised when when that they were in a phase yeah yep kind of kind of that noise rock pavement also did a lot of stuff like that kind of like my my uh my college music videos it was real effects heavy yes know? yeah <laughs> really yeah, it's like if you're effects. running out of something to do just don't play and hold it up to the amp and eventually it's just like <laughs> something i mean yeah. only good things can happen right dude pete townsend uh, did a lot of it <laughs> oh pete yeah never heard of him okay so i think we've kind of run the gamut on these three songs mr mr Graham. yeah which one do you gravitate towards I gotta, dude. I gotta go with uh, Nancy Sinatra. Um, Nancy. It's related to Frank? I yeah, I think it's question. actually his eldest daughter. Okay. I believe. Right. Um, well, just because family. it's you know I don't know it's just it's so classic and you're right there is something about her voice. Yes. If Andrew Savage uh, from Parquet Courts sang it as good as she did, I, I might go for that. But you're right; he's it's kind of a deadpan delivery. But so I, I got to go yeah. with that one. Although uh, Megadeth's version is a close second. I mean, there's a few out there. I haven't heard Jessica Simpson's, and who else? There's somebody else. But yeah, not for me. But I will say so. I'm going to go ahead and uh, agree with you um, that I'm going to go with Nancy's version. It's the one I'm the most familiar with. Yeah. And uh, I've, I've enjoyed throughout the years, but even listening to the other versions, I just, I, I'm you know full transparency. I am not a huge fan of ska and that type of music. I'm sure operation Ivy is great. Dude, I don't want to piss anybody off here. They are so awesome. I don't want to piss the super fans off, but uh, yeah, it's um, it just, those other versions didn't really do it for me. I think, like you said, the way he sings, um, Parquet Courts' version, I didn't. It, it kind of bothered. It kind of. I, I found it kind of annoying, just the way he's saying it and everything. And um, yeah, I just. I'm gonna go with Nancy. Okay, Nancy, you win. You win. Okay. I well, didn't hurt that she was pretty hot. Oh, I didn't even see a picture. Okay. Oh, back probably, back back in the day. Yeah, forget. I was gonna say it. yeah, back then. Awesome. Probably not now. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, it's it's stuff. I mean, age is tough, you know. But it does. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the the record that she released it on, I'm sure people saw that in the record store and were like, "Yep, buying that, maybe buy two copies." Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, everyone. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Covers Face Off on the Scratch Track Podcast. Uh, of these boots are made for walking, so we hope That's you enjoyed just what it. They're gonna do, and we're gonna <laughs> that walk is, on out of here. Yeah, we're gonna walk our podcasts. I don't know. Until next Wednesday when we have an album coming out that we're going to scratch. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a good one. Scratch I, real I, hard. I, I, feel, I feel like I never know what the next one is we're going to do. But 
Trust but us. The schedule's, we have a schedule. fluid. the schedule's fluid, dude. I mean, we kind of, you know, it we got to keep it, keep our options there's open. A, there's a method to our madness, we, we promise. And we yeah. are, for all you folks, I know you're eagerly anticipating the 2021 schedule. Um, it's in the works. Yeah. We have a long list, long list of tracks that we're going to be discussing, ideas, concepts. Yeah, the uh, 2021 be draft, actually, dude, we've been, we've been talking about and it's coming. Yes. So, um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Please like, subscribe, leave some comments. Let us know if there's some covers that we should uh, consider and we'll add them to the list. So take care, everyone. We'll see you Wednesday. Thank you. And you and you and you and you and you. It's produced by the dude Grimm. Additional music provided by Moore. That's dot, 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 M-O-R-E. And the Tim's. T-I-M-N-Z Copyright 2020 The Dude and Grim Show Life tends to pass you by Just spinning round the earth